Women Make History, it's youth versus experience, and which companies will not be gracing our presence on the small screen with their TV commercials. Hint, they probably made some of your favorite Super Bowl commercials. Here's what we're talking about this week on the five things you need to know about the Super Bowl. This is Sports Curious, a weekly show that empowers you to join that sports conversation. I'm your host, Amy Butch on Siegfried, and this week we are talking about, well, my favorite time of the year, the Super Bowl. Now, the Super Bowl is great because if you don't give a crap who's playing on the field, which a lot of people who watch don't, there's still plenty to talk about. There's food, there's halftime show, there's history being made, there's all kinds of things. You can even bet on this game if you have no clue what is happening on the field, and that's why we love the Super Bowl. So with that, let's get started. Well, as I mentioned in the intro, there will be some familiar faces that you won't see on TV this year with ads. Three familiar brands that you won't see paying $5.5 million for a 30-second Super Bowl commercial this year are Coke, Pepsi, and Budweiser. Those three big brands join Audi and Avocados from Mexico in skipping the big game advertising altogether. Budweiser is reallocating the media investment to raise vaccine awareness. Now, you'll still see Pepsi's brands Mountain Dew and Frito-Lay, as well as Anheuser-Busch brands Bud Light, Michelob Ultra, and their seltzers in commercials. Because of COVID, experts are expecting this to be one of the highest watch Super Bowls because basically we've run out of things to watch. They are saying 186.6 million U.S. adults say they're planning on to watch the big game 99.9 million watched last year, and the record was set in 2015 with 114.4 million viewers. So one might ask, as it relates to those advertisers, was this the best move? I guess we'll find out. There will be two women making history this Sunday, and those are the Youth Poet Laureate Amanda Gordon and referee Sarah Thomas. Now, you probably remember Gorman as the star of the inauguration. Well, she is going to recite an original poem that will honor three pandemic heroes who are honorary captains of the game. It will be the first time a poet participates in the Super Bowl pregame festivities. Now, Sarah Thomas, the referee, will be the first woman to ever officiate at the Super Bowl. Let's talk a little bit about the game itself. Let's talk about those quarterbacks. There is a Quite the age difference between the two starting quarterbacks, Tom Brady, who is 43 and one of the oldest quarterbacks in the league, and Patrick Mahomes, who is 25, who is one of the youngest. Now, Mahomes was six years old when Brady played in his first Super Bowl. In fact, Tom Brady is seven years younger than Mahomes' professional baseball player father. The Bucks will be wearing their white jerseys when they play at home. Remember, they are the first home team in Super Bowl history. They reportedly chose those white jerseys because Tom Brady is 4-1 in Super Bowls when wearing white. And he has won a lot of Super Bowls, so I'd say go with what he says. In 13 of the 16 last Super Bowl games, the winning team was wearing a white jersey. Also another good reason. Now, you can expect Eric Church and Jasmine Sullivan to be singing the national anthem, and her will sing America the Beautiful. Now, remember, there are things called prop bets where you can bet on the length of the national anthem amongst all kinds of other crazy random things about the Super Bowl, including the Gatorade color. Now, be prepared to be blinded by the lights of the weekend as he performs at halftime. Rumor has it that he spent $7 million of his own money to make the halftime show more cinematic. 
so I guess we're in for a treat. Now, spoiler alert, none of the performers are actually paid for their appearance at the Super Bowl, but the NFL does pay for production costs, I guess minus above and beyond what The weekend wanted in his halftime show. Well, thanks for joining us this week. And if you liked what we had to offer here, make sure to head over to lastnightsgame.com and check out our Super Bowl guide. It has a lot of different things that are great tidbits for you to share at your virtual or in-person Super Bowl party. And of course, you can always check out our tailgate treats on our website at lastnightsgame.com. Click on that What's Happening header. Tailgate treats are recipes sent in from you, our listeners, and our readers of our tri-weekly email newsletter. They're your favorite recipes for a party. They're yummy and easy recipes that you can share with your family and friends or just make them for dinner. And trust me, cooking skills are not required for a lot of these recipes. They're very simple. Sort of like last night's game, short and simple. Make sure you follow us on Instagram where we post our daily conversation starters so you're in the know to start your day. We'll also be posting a fun Super Bowl fact in our story every single day this week, so make sure you check that out. And as always, thank you so much for joining us. If you love what you hear and the content you receive every week, please head on over to wherever you get your podcasts and hit that subscribe button. As always, the best thing you can do for your favorite podcast is to leave us a review. So thanks for joining us this week. And we really hope to see you here next week for another episode of Sports Curious. Stay safe, friends. Wash your hands.